It is Friday, January 1st, 2021, and this is episode 126 of now the second season of the World of Sports podcast and radio show short episode edition. Third episode of the day. Um, the first two are should be already out. The first one was a little bit of a 2020 recap. The second one was a little bit about baseball. I'm going back and hitting some topics from the time that I took off. Um, and then uh, I will move forward through the new year. Um, and happy 2021 to, to you listening. In late, I don't know, late November, um, I guess it was actually early November, Uh, ESPN announced a large number of layoffs. They spanned a bunch of different places and a bunch of different people. And one of the people that was laid off was a a producer of a radio show that ESPN had that I liked. I like it. I still like the show. It's still on. Um, And I'll get more to the show in a second because it's going to venture into the next part that I want to talk about. This is going to be maybe less sports and more sports media. Um, ESPN announced a number of layoffs. Now, one thing that I've heard a bunch uh, is is people say, well, you know, ESPN is doing fine in the ratings department in terms of, you know, people watching television. There are live games back on TV. Why would they be laying people off? And the answer first, before I continue down this path, is ESPN has actually been losing, you know, year over year large numbers, large amounts of money. Um, and there's a very particular reason for that. The way that, that ESPN makes money is less in commercials that, you know, that it sells airtime and more through subscriptions for ESPN. So what, what used to happen a lot, and this is the reason why ESPN isn't making as much money, as much money is you would have a TV and you would buy a cable package and you would get, let's say you got a basic cable package, and like we're talking like the mid 2000s, you got a basic cable package, and it might be 60 to 70 channels. You get a basic dish package, it might be 100 channels. And one of those channels was ESPN. So you're paying, you know, maybe 20 to $60 a month, depending on where you, where you live. And so that, you know, of that $60, it's divided up. Let's say there's 60 channels to make it easy, each channel gets a dollar. Well, that doesn't seem like very much, but, you know, we're talking 10 million homes, 20 million homes, 30 million homes, 40 million homes. If everybody's paying a dollar, that's, you know, 30, 40, 50 million plus you're bringing in from, you know, just people having the, the, the television in their house. And, and it's often more money and, and there's, there's a sizable amount of money that comes from that. And if people have started either cutting the cord and not having any cable or getting, Sling or YouTube TV where you can get certain certain channels. ESPN has been losing money because people who a lot, it turns out a lot of people had ESPN and didn't watch it. They were still paying. ESPN doesn't know necessarily always who's watching and who's not, but a lot of people were paying for ESPN and not using it. And so a lot of those people cut their cable or moved, you know, to other alternative cable providers. And in that new provider, they said, I don't want ESPN. I don't want ESPN 2. I don't want ESPN News. I don't want those channels. So 
ESPN has been losing subscriptions for years and they've had, they've done a bunch of rounds of layoffs and they just did another one about a month and a half ago or so. Um, now, one of the things that I have wondered, not before this last round, is at what point does ESPN start hurting their brand? ESPN used to be the place. You didn't make it if you weren't on ESPN. You didn't make it at Fox. You didn't make it at, at you know, other CBS. You just weren't making it at those places. There are other radio shows and other television shows and other recap shows that you fan that, that, that are on those channels, but they're not SportsCenter and they're not. Mike and Mike, and they're not any of those other programs. Um, until I think recently, in the last six or seven years or so, Colin Cowherd was pushed out of ESPN um, over some controversial comments as a show at Fox Sports that's very successful. Skip Bayless got a huge amount of money to leave ESPN. Uh, he used to be on with Stephen A. Smith on first take, and it was a big deal. He moved to, to Fox Sports, works with Shannon Sharp, and and I don't think their ratings are as high as first take, but they do generally well. Um, and they've moved on to multiple contracts. I believe both both of those, both Cowherd and Skip Bayless, have gotten multiple contracts. Um, so they're definitely doing something that works. And and you see this a lot. Usually television personalities are the ones you see, but there are people all across the board that get laid off and they get picked up by smaller sites or different sites. And a lot of them have become very successful. And so... I'm a big radio and podcast listener. Obviously, I do this uh, when I when I have some free time, and so I pay attention occasionally to the sports shows that are that are popular. I don't necessarily listen to all of them, but one of the the shows that I have I don't want to say modeled after because I don't yet, but the the sh- one of the shows that inspired me into getting into this uh, was is a show called the Dan Lebetard Show. Um, and it's a particular kind of brand and a particular kind of humor and one that doesn't necessarily jive with ESPN, but it's an incredibly successful show in podcast downloads. Um, people listening the day after, the day after, the day after that, like all the way down. Um, uh, they were, for a while, the only standout show that was not incredibly serious. ESPN's brand, and and, and it's this has become a very common brand, it's been a little bit of what I do, but more, you know, it's not just here's what happened and here's why it's a problem. It's, you know, big, strong, what they're called takes. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's someone saying Tom Brady's actually a bad quarterback and here's why. And it just like, you're going, wait, what? Or, you know, I strongly believe that the Chiefs will win the Super Bowl and here's why. And it, you know, it's meant to be, it's called argument radio or argument television. And it's popular um, because, you know, it, it creates interest and gets discussion going but it's not always the most fun depending on your audience and it doesn't always get the most amount of people espn has decided that that's the way that's what success looks like to them and so it's something that they have invested in doing um and so here's the standalone dan lebitard show and there are a lot of other successful podcasts that are fun just not on espn's platforms and they're all starting to make it as the you know, 2020 comes to an end, I've noticed that a lot of these shows that you might think would die off because they're not on ESPN, they're on, you know, they're, 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 they're on Barstool, they're on Spotify, they're, they're their own brand. You would think they may not make it and, and instead they do and they continue to make it. And so I was kind of, I don't want to say rocked, but I was a little bit upset at the beginning of December 
that the entire Dan Levitard show group left. Now, they just had one of their producers uh, fired in a, in a way that was, I guess, a little bit disrespectful. They didn't give, you know, the host a heads up. Um, they, you know, their brand, again, doesn't really fit. And so I, as a fan of the show, know how successful they've been. And my first thought was, oh, well, they have a big deal coming. And and to be honest, I don't know what that deal is or where or what that looks like. I don't know. Their show ends January 4th. So I'm assuming, you know, it's Friday and with the like Monday is January 3rd. I, I don't think that they're going to necessarily be on right away at least. But that would ESPN dropping that show or getting rid of that show would have been what felt like a death sentence 10 years ago, maybe 15. Um, it's not anymore. And I actually think they're going to make more money for doing it, for leaving. I don't know if they left or they got caught. I don't know all the details yet. But the idea that, that sports media has changed in a way that, that they may actually be more successful leaving um, and that, that they would be by staying. Um, you know, the first show that I think of a little bit like them is the Part of My Take crew. Uh, the P, the Part of My Take crew was at bar, is a barstool property. They moved to ESPN for like 24 hours. It was kind of a crazy story. Um, where they were accused of making, you know, some some misogynistic comments against Sam Ponder, who's an ESPN host, who complained and may have wanted to get them kicked off, maybe just wanted to express her disappointment. Anyway, they were kicked off, sent back to Barstool, and they're, you know, one of the top podcasts in sports. I'm sure if you know, you know, sports podcasts, you know them. And so it's gotten me thinking a little bit. I know I'm kind of rambling and I'm almost 10 minutes into this, but but I think that Going forward, that's something that's interesting. Uh, the changes, you know, being able to make it without ESPN means that ESPN is not the place that it once was. And maybe that's something that's better. It's not one group having all the power or all the influence. And I think that that's interesting. It, it As someone wanting to get in this industry, as hard as it is, it does give a little bit of hope. Um, that you don't have to only make it one place or you can't make it at all. And as much as we talk about sports, or I talk about sports, I, I think that that's an interesting, you know, difference. It, it may be only something that people who listen to the radio notice, but you will see when I do, you know, stuff with Charlie or Dylan, how it maybe comes off a little bit different between person and between chemistry and, and you know, between style. And, and that's something that uh, that is is always worth noting. Um, and hopefully you enjoyed this little bit of a back, you know, backdoor look into the way things work. Um, I am by no means involved in it, but it's always interesting to take a look at it and hear the interesting stuff. And uh, hopefully a podcast like the Dan Lebetard show or I guess a radio show like that will will get some reward for its success. And uh, then I will be able to come back and talk about how great, you know, they are doing. Um, anyway, thank you for listening. And I will see you tomorrow for another episode of the World of Sports Podcast Radio Show Short Episode Edition.